0: Welcome to another vital message from Pastor Ron Hammonds, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We're so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the Word. Tonight, we're going to be opening up the Word of God tonight, and we're going to be talking about something that is so exciting. I am excited about this, Uh, you know, and what better time and what better year, you know, it's been a little bit tough for some people, you know, Uh, but what better time and what better year it is to spread some happy news. And I have some good news for every one of you. I've got some great news for you tonight. Wonderful news, okay? And tonight we're going to be talking about the exciting event that is about to happen called Judgment Day. I didn't get much response here. I don't know how much I got. Don't turn me off, okay? Listen, it's going to be wonderful. I'm so excited. Judgment Day is about to come. I I, I can feel it, you know. And uh, it, it it's just wonderful that we're moving along through God's plan. And a part of God's plan is Judgment Day, and we're headed that way. And tonight we're going to be talking about it. So um, you know, uh, if you have your your notepad or your phones, you want to follow along or take some notes, or if you Uh, would like to access these notes later you can always go to ezsermons.com and access these notes on judgment day and um, you know you can go back over them but we're going to begin in the book of second corinthians we're going to be going to matthew chapter 25 judgment day what a wonderful thing well tonight as we are headed toward judgment day i'm so excited about it we're looking in 2 Corinthians to begin with in chapter 5 and in verse 10. The Bible says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Oh, doesn't that sound exciting? We must all, we must all appear before the judgment seat of christ that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done whether good or bad oh i just get so excited why because i'm imagining i'm on that good side you know now if you're not excited about judgment day perhaps you're imagining you're not on that good side well Maybe we can cover that a little bit later as well. But anyone that is looking forward you know, to the coming of the Lord and Judgment Day, most of the time it's because they understand what Judgment Day contains. It's not just a judgment on you know, all of the sin and all the evil, all of the wickedness. It's also a day of reward. It's a day of blessing. It's a day that, that we are going to just you know, uh, uh, be remembered and rewarded You know, King David understood judgment day was coming. In Psalms, the 50th chapter, and by the way, he wrote this particular psalms about his repentance. He had committed adultery with Bathsheba. He had killed and you know executed her husband by all practical purposes, and then whenever he came before the Lord and his sin you know was before the Lord, he repented and he said, "Forgive me, God, you know and you know you you you, know, you would be justified to judge me, but don't take my the joy of myself take, don't take the Holy Spirit from me, don't you know please restore the joy of my salvation." But he understood that judgment day was coming. And this is what he wrote in Psalms 50, in that psalm about his repentance over killing Uriah and having committed adultery with Bathsheba. He says, he shall call, talking about God, shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. <laughs> you know, King David understood judgment day is coming. <laughs> King Solomon also understood that judgment day is coming. He wrote in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12 and verse 14, For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. (laughs) Are y'all getting more and more excited? I am. You know, uh, of course, I've read ahead, okay? The Apostle Paul wrote about the coming Judgment Day several times. We already read one of the things he wrote to the church in Corinth. But also to the church in Rome. Writing to the Roman believers, he said this in chapter 14 and verse 12. So then each of us shall give an account of himself to God. You know, he's talking about in that day. You know, we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ, as he said in Corinthians. And then he writes, we are going to all give an account of ourselves to God. Uh, The Apostle John told us about a judgment day that was coming. In Revelation chapter 20, John writes in verse 12, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and the books were open. Plural, books were open. And another book was open, the book of life. Okay, uh, and the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. Evidently here, there is a book of works and a book of life. You know, interesting, huh? The books were open. And, and, and there was another book open, which is the book of life. And men were judged according to things that were written. You know, those who had uh, you know, uh, died were judged according to the things were written in the books verse 15 and anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire now that's not something to be happy about by the way uh you know but uh, if, if you are not if your name is not in the lamb's book of life you can fix that real quick okay you can fix that by calling upon the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your heart, come into your life, and save your soul. All who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. You can fix that one. You know, sin shall have no more dominion over you. You can deal with the, with the eternal damning power of sin through the blood of Jesus Christ. Okay? So, you know, uh, and not have to fear judgment day. Jesus taught that a day of judgment was coming in matthew chapter 25 the bible says as jesus was teaching when the son of man comes in his glory now this is at the end of jesus's earthly life and ministry he's in jerusalem he's just going to be just i mean just perhaps you know another uh, a day and a half or you know before he's going to be maybe another couple of days before he's going to be crucified so he's saying things he's telling people some of the most important and lasting memorable things that he wants to leave them with and he's telling them about a time when the son of man comes in his glory and all the holy angels with him then he will sit on the throne of his glory and all nations will be Gathered before him, Jesus is saying, and he will separate them one from another as a shepherd divides his sheep from the goats. Now, what will judgment day look like? it's going to happen by the way whether whether we like it or not you know whether we want it to happen or not there is coming a judgment day I think we have established in the word of God that we are headed toward a judgment day and this judgment day for some may not be pleasant but it should not be so for us heaven's judgment will be much different than the judgment of this world Heaven's judgment may be a little different than your judgment if you are not watchful. Because the world has a way, as the Bible says, of infiltrating and confusing us as we walk in this world. The Bible says that Lot... Though he was a righteous man, living in the midst of the unrighteous conversations of Sodom and Gomorrah, the Bible says it confused his soul. It confused him. And he began to think some things were right that wasn't right, and some things, you know, uh, were okay that wasn't okay. And so, walking in this world, if we're not watchful, as the book of Jude says, then our garments, our righteous garments of salvation, our robes of righteousness, can be spotted and you know with 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 the with all of the sin and unrighteousness of this world and as we walk through this world we are constantly being bombarded with all kinds of thoughts and all kinds of ideas which are contrary to God contrary to his word and his intent and sometimes we are completely unaware that we have picked up some perspective that is commingled with the world and the word and if we're not watchful we can begin to even make some false judgments ourselves but heaven's judgment will be much different than the world's judgment Jesus continued in Matthew 25 in the next verse and he said and he the king talking about the son of man talking about when the son of man comes in his glory and gathers all the holy angels and gathers all you know all eternity in front of him then he will set the sheep on his right hand and the goats on his left Then the king will say to those on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. See, I told you judgment day is going to be a happy day. Judgment day is going to be an exciting day. It's going to be a day whenever we hear, Well done, good and faithful servant. Not well done, good and famous servant. But well done, good and faithful servant. What a happy day! What an exciting day! For those of us who are in Christ, to be marching toward a time when we are going to hear, we will stand with all of creation before the Son of of glory, and 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 there with the holy angels, he will he will say, okay, you over here, 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 you over here you. like a shepherd separates his sheep from the goats, and he will say to his sheep, he will say, you know, enter in, you know, you know, come, you blessed of my Father. Inherit the kingdom that was prepared for you before the world was ever founded. (laughs) Isn't that going to be good? Why in the world would Jesus favor us so much? Look and see why. Now, by the way, you don't get to heaven by what you do. Ephesians 2 Verses 8 and 9 says that, that salvation is by grace through faith. It's not of works. No one can boast and say that I got to heaven on my own. Sunday we heard that there are two ways to get to heaven. There are two ways for you to get to heaven. Number one, be perfect. You missed that boat. Jesus was a man. And he got to heaven by being perfect okay but me and you missed that boat (laughs) all right and the only other way then to get to heaven is to be perfected and that comes when we step into Christ when we step into Christ when we come into Christ then he takes our sin we take his righteousness and we are made righteous and then we are in God's eyes perfected in Christ okay so uh, the message of salvation is a message of grace, undeserved. Purely undeserved, unearned, unmerited favor and love of Almighty God. It is a free gift given to us because we come into Christ by faith. We access the grace of salvation and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Isn't that great? Man, that will get you to heaven. Okay. But once we get to heaven, and once we get to the judgment day, then the Son of Glory. Uh, Jesus Christ as king will sit upon his throne the throne of his glory and all the angels will be there with him and then all living shall be presented before him all those who have died and he will separate them as a shepherd separates his sheep and he will say to the sheep you go on my right side he will say to the goats you go on my left side and then he will say to those on his right hand his sheep those who have been born again he Will say, Come on now, you blessed of my father, you know, uh, uh, in, inherit the kingdom that was prepared for you before the world was ever founded. Why? Because he says, verse 35, for I was hungry. He's just so happy. He's just so excited to reward us. Have you ever, as a parent, Or as an employer, had someone that you were responsible for, that you encouraged them to do something and they did it really well? And you wanted to just bless them and reward them and say, "Come on, I'm, I'm so happy now." You know, you get a cookie. You know, I'm so happy. You're gonna, you know, Jesus. I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was a stranger and you took me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came to me. As I said, heaven will judge us much differently than what the world does today in fact for the most part heaven's judgment is right opposite of the world's judgment so as we march toward judgment day we who are born again should be excited okay and if you're not excited because you're not born again then you can get born again and get excited because judgment day is not a bad day for the believer it's a day of reward and a day of recognition and a day to be remembered but this world judges much different heaven's judgment will be opposite of perhaps what we have seen or experienced and remember, as I said earlier, we walk in this world and we get tainted by this world. And if we are not watchful, we can even find ourselves conformed to some of the world's opinions. We can find ourselves even trusting and, lying, uh, trusting and relying on some of the world's ways. And if we're not watchable, we can become even like the world and begin to speak or begin to judge others the way the world judges them instead of the way that God judges them. Heaven judges different. And that's what Judgment Day will be like. It will be a heavenly judgment. You see, the world may judge success, the success of people, on how their books or records sell heaven might rather judge a person on you know what those books and records say hello come on heaven might have a little different judgment it's not how many did you sell it's what were you selling (laughs) it's what were you saying what were you singing what was it the world often judges a person on how much money they have heaven will rather judge a person on how much they give not how much they get but how much they give heaven judges a little bit different You see, Jesus was not so impressed with all those rich people in Jerusalem that day as he sat in the temple beside the money box. He was more impressed with one of the poorest people in the temple by how much they gave in respect to how much they had. That's a heavenly judgment. If we're not watchful, sometimes we might judge someone as being successful because they're a billionaire. And if we're not watchful, we might even listen to their opinion more. Or think? So that's what the world does. The world. If you were a billionaire, chances are you wouldn't be here tonight. Somebody would be wanting to know what you thought. Hello? Why? Because they're hungry. The world's hungry for money, and they think that you might have a shortcut. Or they think that money equals wisdom. It doesn't. (laughs) Hello? It does not. Don't be tainted. Don't be conformed to the way the world thinks. It just does not. You know, uh, the world might judge a person by how many degrees they earn. Heaven will judge a person by how much faith they have. Not by, you know, how, much, you know, uh, uh, how many degrees they have. The world judges a church by how many people a church can seat. Heaven judges a church by how many people the church sins. It's not how many people we can get in here. It's how many people can we get out there. That's how heaven judges us. The whole New Testament is a written record, a written testimony Of what one home group did. 120 people in an upper room, one borrowed room. It's a record, a written record of what one home group did in 40 years. That is the crux, that is the heart, that's what the whole New Testament is. It's a testimony of what one home group can do when they're filled with the Holy Spirit and take the Great Commission seriously and go forth allowing the Holy Spirit to work with them everywhere confirming the word with signs following they took the gospel to their whole known world and as I've said before not one of them even owned a bicycle the world May judge people on how strong or how powerful they are. But heaven on that day will be judging people on how humble and how loving and kind they are. How merciful they are. Not how powerful they are, but how humble they are. The world says that it is great to have servants and to be served. Isn't that where you want to arrive? Where, you you know, I mean, you have servants. Well, the Bible, heaven, says that the greatest people among us are our servants. Heaven judges differently. And the problem with us, our eyes, our ears, our mind being bombarded by all the things we see in the world and our flesh, all the things we want, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. All that is in the world is at enmity against God. And yet if we are not watchful, we can be conformed. We can begin to mimic the world's you know, idea of success. We can begin to press to be successful in the eyes of the world or our peers, and and, and, and be tangled up and confused in our mind. That word, uh, the, the, don't be conformed to this world in Romans twelve. It's it's like a backlash on an open reel rod and reel. That's exactly the picture that it is. It's all tangled up. It's all just you know just completely knotted up and tangled up. That's how people's minds get. And that's what the Apostle Paul said. Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing, by renovating, by changing the way you think. So that you can begin to demonstrate the love of Christ to others. You can begin to demonstrate the mercy and the kindness of heaven to others. You can begin uh, to, to prove that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Well, Judgment Day is coming, and it's good news for the believer. It's good news. Let me tell you, if you have been born again, okay, you're on your way to heaven, and you're on your way to Judgment Day. And, and, uh, and, and if you have not, you can be born again right now. Seriously. It's simply, it's so easy and it's free. Ask Jesus into your heart and your life, and he will save you. Be sincere, okay? Call upon his name. Tell him, him, you know, you, you need him to save you. Recognize, you know, repent, receive Christ. But if you are born again, then you should be excited about standing before the judgment seat of Christ. And if not, why not? What is it about the day of reward, the day of recognition, what is it about that day that troubles you you see judgment day is coming and jesus made it very clear in matthew in verse six uh, excuse me chapter six verses 19 20 and 21 he said do not lay up treasures for yourself on earth he said, that's what the world does That's the way the world thinks Where moth and and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasure in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust destroys and where thieves cannot break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Okay, He knows where your heart is because he sees what you're pursuing. It doesn't mean that you won't make it to heaven. Jesus here is giving you an open-ended opportunity to make an investment with every day. In every way, and how you think, and how you act, and, and what you do, whenever you know uh, situations and circumstances might want to, uh, you know, push you into reacting in a worldly way. He wants you to react in a heavenly way. I encourage you to set your heart on heavenly rewards this holiday season. You know, call upon the name of the Lord. Be saved, okay, by the grace of God through faith as we spoke earlier. But also, once you are saved, listen to me, saint. And you know many of my messages are, 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 are to the saints, just like the whole Word of God. The Word of God talks about three categories of people. The Word of God talks about the wicked. Okay? And the Word of God talks about the righteous. But most of the Word of God is written to the unrighteous. To those who know And aren't doing it. That is by far the greatest number of people on planet Earth. We Almost everyone feels bad about being bad. Those people that don't feel bad about being bad, they're way over in another category, and they're few and far between. And those people that are perfect are way over there on another category. But most of us are in here where we, tonight, most of us probably listening, the far majority of us listening, are born again believers in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, and yet we need the greatest help. It's not the sinner's. That, that, that slow God down it's his children the righteous who will not be a light that's the greatest hindrance to God's work is the righteous who will not stand up I mean they're they're you know they, they believe in Jesus but they won't live like it because they're confused and they're tangled up in the world and they start judging the way the world judges So let me tell you, uh, don't be confused. Once you are saved, Jesus wants you to be kind. He wants you to be merciful. He wants you to be loving. He wants you to be a giver. He wants you to, to, uh, to approach judgment day with a smile on your face, knowing that you are going to receive a reward for the things that you have done in this life sin is taken care of by the blood of jesus but rewards this message of works is a very powerful message and we will be eternally rewarded by the treasures we lay up in heaven as a born-again believer you get to go to heaven but why do you want to go empty-handed luke 6 and i and and i and i'm i'm closing with this jesus encourages us judge not and you will not be judged let me encourage you don't be judging people in 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 you know this particular season why not and he says condemn not you won't be condemned. don't be condemning other people isn't that a pretty good deal you know i have a promise from jesus i will not be condemned if i don't condemn others pretty good deal huh and forgive and you will be forgiven oh i love that one is there anyone that you need to forgive Because you can get mixed up with the world if you're not watchful. And you can get to the place where you say what the world says. That's unforgivable. I'll never forgive you. No, that's, come on. That's the way the world thinks. That's not the way we think. Heaven judges differently. He said in verse 38, give and it shall be given unto you. You know, the message of Jesus for us on earth is to give. To give up our time, our talent, and our treasury to help others. To help others come to him and to help relieve the burdens of their life. We have opportunities. Judgment day is coming. Judgment day is coming and it should be something for which we are all looking forward and excited. Uh, You know, uh, today there remains an open heaven, an open opportunity for every one of us, for everyone listening. There is an open opportunity for you to make an investment in your eternity just by being kind, by being merciful, by not You know, a being like the world, but being more like Christ. That's the admonition in this season. That the whole world today knows that Jesus is the reason for Christmas. Well, let's make sure that we represent heaven and not the worldly way.